This is Manya from Friendshipable, a Project BFF podcast. Along with my co-host Terry, we love talking about friendships, talking with others who think about friendships, and learning about these important relationships in our lives. If you like this content, please support us on Patreon, patreon.com slash projectbff, or subscribe to the podcast via your favorite podcast app. If you have a podcast, consider hosting it on Buzzsprout. We love it. They make it so easy. And we have a link in our show notes for you. Thanks. I hope you enjoy this episode. Hello, everyone. Welcome to Friendshipable, a Project BFF podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Manya. And I am your other host, Terry. And we are standing on a corner not far from Fenway Park in Boston, and we are together in real life. I know. It's been a while. I'm so glad we're finally doing something like this. It has been five months. Five months. We did a wildlife cruise together in January. Yep. And now we're doing a game at Fenway, uh, Red Sox versus the Mariners. Um, Marlins. Marlins. Oh, sorry, Marlins. Oh, you, you, you had the M's right. I, so, uh, yeah. yeah, it's the Miami Marlins. Obviously, I'm such a huge baseball fan. <laughs> I mean, I am. I just don't go to very many games. Yeah. Um, it, but, you know, the last time I was at Fenway Park, Terry? What? When? Was with you. Was with me. Last year we went to a game. We did. And we um, were in the, not quite in the bleachers. But we did get the advantage of we found some tickets and we did go and um, yeah, it was a lot of fun. It was fun. It's, and being, it's great being in that ballpark for any reasons. So. It is for our listeners who've never been to Fenway. You just have to plan to come to a game. I don't. I don't care where you live. Yep. Figure it out. Get here because yep. it's an amazing ballpark. And the other thing that's exciting is that we are doing this together in person. Mm-hmm. And I think that's kind of the topic of our of our episode today. Yeah. It is, and it's about, and what I also think that extends to, so doing things together, but also how that happens. It happens like through a text, a phone call, you knew people. Yes. And who I know, and we'll meet some other friends, and we'll make other friends at this, but we knew that we just reached out and said, do you want to do this? Yes. And, you know, this is something that we just talked about on a recent episode, which is making the time, like planning time to see each other. And, you know, we're, we aren't the kind of people who do stay in every Saturday brunch or something. Right, right. But we do think about we need to plan time to be together. And in fact, you said those very words to me a couple of weeks ago. We need mm-hmm. to plan a time to get together. Yeah, yeah. And then these tickets happened. And I thought, well, obviously. And that's how it usually happens. It's like the universe kind of said, all right, they're not going to go be proactive about this. We're going to make it happen for them. So we're going to get tickets from someplace. But, and it's also knowing that you have a friend, you find out what friend's interests are. Like you might think you know exactly what somebody would like. Yes. But when you have some friends that, let's give it a chance. I've got some tickets. Let me reach out to this person. Yes. And it's a way of one, maybe finding that common Mm -hmm. um, interest and um, starting a whole new level of the friendship from that. Yes. And, you know, I was thinking about that because I have other friends, strangely enough, but not necessarily all of them are really that into baseball Uh or 
they might sort of like baseball, but not really be into the idea of going right. to a game. Right. Um, although, you know, everybody I know loves Fenway Park. Uh, so when an opportunity like this comes along, then you think, oh, which of my friends might want to go? Or which friend do I want to introduce to this right. particular activity? Right. Um, but since you and I had been to the baseball well, game last that year, was I was like, yes. but last year, a year ago was the first time, uh, yes. you know, I've got tickets. Do you want to go? Yes. So, but I, I'll admit, so said that it does get to know, you get to know your friend on a different level, probably because yes. it's time together. But it also means that there's some inkling that you think that this is something they might be interested in just based on conversations and yes. based on stories of what they might have done growing up or things that they've done in the past. Yes. Um, and so that gives you kind of like, you know, I've got a potential person, I've got a potential taker here. <laughs> yes. Now, so for example, listeners, you may or may not know this, Terry is a huge football fan. I am. She's a very big, pa- or maybe Patriots fan, not necessarily football. I'm, no, it kind of morphed into football too, okay, okay. So, but Patriots first, yeah. And Terry knows that I am not no. a football fan, so I am not the first person she calls when it comes to going to a football no. game, although we have discussed that maybe we go to a game together and she uh-huh. could introduce me to the finer points of the game. Okay. <laughs> uh, that hasn't happened yet, no. listeners. We'll let you know if that ever does happen. We'll, we'll give you a live episode from uh, Gillette Stadium. <laughs> but that's an example of, you asked me one time, uh-huh. would I be interested in going to a football game? And I said, well, maybe, yeah. you know. Yeah. But, but I'm not your first person to ask. Yeah. So I love that about our friendship mm-hmm. and about friendship in general mm-hmm. kind of you've got friends to do different things with and friends mm-hmm. who have different interests and so then like for example I went dancing with a friend recently uh-huh and I realized I don't know if you would be interested in going dancing maybe you would maybe you wouldn't but I do have this one friend that that is something she does like to yeah do. yeah so so would you like to go dancing um, I feel like I'm asking you on a date I, yeah, I, <laughs> I know would you like to go and dancing with me like not really, but thank you for asking. Okay, now we know. <laughs> Never so, invite Terry dancing. <laughs> so, in talking about the football and about the dancing, though, um, it also, so you, Manya, you've got a number of people for all different interests that you can reach out to. And yes. I'm the same way. And yes. we've got, if we had a, a, it's a hub and a spoke yes. of friends. So, I could probably bring my football, I, you know, you can bring your dance Relay the, your the interest in dance. Those friends to the party. If we invited all the people, like I'll bring my football people. Yes. I'll bring my whale watch people. Yes. I'll bring. We can both bring harbor people. Yes. You know, like to go out in Boston Harbor. You bring the dancing people, and it would be amazing to kind of look at, at the number of people we would have standing in the room. It would. Be. And anybody, listeners, you could just think about. The two or three friends you have, yes. and the the activities they do with their friends. Yes. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. This reminds community. That is a community, and it reminds me of that shampoo commercial from what was it, the seventies <laughs> or the eighties? I love it, and if I tell two friends, friends and, and they, they tell, tell two friends, friends and so on, and so on. Right. Right. So. That, but that is how you build a community mm-hmm. and you meet your friends, friends and you get along with them. You don't mm-hmm. get along with them. Sometimes doesn't matter, but mm-hmm. that's the way you build 
your community and then maybe I meet one of your football friends who really likes dancing yes exactly and that's how you form yeah and and you meet one of my good friends who is also a travel buddy of mine who loves football but Uh you guys haven't met yet Uh so someday you guys have to connect because she really adores football and Uh I know that you do too so um yeah, so these are the things that we think about on our way to Red Sox games, Well, listeners. and you know what? Just describing it and visualizing that, I'll use a big word here, it's exponential, right? Just growing and growing. It's like we all have those days where you feel kind of like, oh, there's nothing to do and there's nobody around. Yes. And you just kind of feel like, all right, I should get myself out of the house and do something. And But there's all of those people Yes. That when we, we, yeah, of, and it, you need to be proactive and you need yes. to kind of like take a leap, but reach out to the people, even if I don't know the dance person, but I want to do something about that, call you and say, you know that you've been talking about the person you'd like to go dancing with? I decided I want to learn something about it or I want to, yes. you know, so the next time you guys do something or let's go to lunch and I can learn about it. Yes. And I love that you use the word proactive because that's something that we, a lot of our interviewees have talked about yes, and yeah. that we've talked about in other episodes that friendship is just, it's very rare that you can just sit back and let it come to you. Right. And maybe there are those few people who everybody wants to be with and they can simply pick and choose. Mm-hmm. But for most people, the reality is that you at, will at some point need to be proactive and say to somebody... I want company doing my shopping today. Yeah. Or yeah. I want to get tickets to this event. Do you want to come? Or or I got free tickets and would you want to come? So it does matter to be proactive sometimes. Oh, absolutely. It, ever, in fact, so many facets of life, it's proact, being proactive is, yes. you know, most of the way to do it. But just realizing that, yeah, you met you if you've met those people or if you haven't, it does take you know to take that leap. Yeah, really is taking a leap, and and not that this is entirely a sports themed episode, but I remember a few months ago I really wanted to go to a Celtics game. Uh huh. Yeah. And and I said, Hey Terry, do you want to go to yes. a Celtics game? And you were like. Yes, but you know, it's not maybe the top thing on my list. Uh-huh. And then I discovered how much tickets cost. And I thought, <laughs> for something that's not exactly at the top of your list, I'm not sure I want you to spend the money mm-hmm. and go to the effort to come into town to see a game. So then I started to think, well, who do I know who would want to go to a Celtics game for the price of the tickets? Right. Right. I know lots of people who would want to go for a free ticket. Yeah, yeah. I mean, for sure. Well, <laughs> who wouldn't? Who wouldn't? <laughs> right. But. Then it just started me thinking, oh, you know, I don't know very many people who who basketball is a thing that they really like, or at least not here in Mm -hmm. Boston. So then I thought, oh, well, if I want to, if I want to do that, then I need to nurture relationships with people who might like basketball. Or find somebody who has season tickets so you don't have to work. That's the other thing. (laughs) That's the other part of it. Now, where's the database that shows? These are the people that, where you could cross... You could do a cross cut. The people who have season tickets and who are currently looking f- to build new friendships, mm-hmm. then that would be a fabulous list to have. Also, Red Sox season tickets, any listeners out there. Right, right. We would love that. Absolutely. Um, well, let me tell you about that one story where with the Celtics. Mm-hmm. 
So I went, after we had that conversation, I went on their site to find out the cost of the tickets, even the, like, the last row yes. up top. Yes. Like, like your head is hit in the ceiling. Your head is hit in the ceiling. Yes. And it's, I was like, oh, she was right. <laughs> this is kind of ridiculous. But I would have done it. I know you would have. I know you would have. Just to, you know, but the one that stopped it was like, you finally were the rational one saying, no, we're not paying this kind of money. But just for the experience, yes. and just so all I'm layering in is like a, a different aspect of it. It's, it wouldn't be my go-to thing. Yes. But just for let's do it and see what the experience is about. Yes. And what I was realizing too is we were trying to buy tickets in the middle of the season. Well, that was which is, a, is when a, they were doing really when yes. they were doing really yeah. well. So yeah. of course that's not the best time to be thinking about tickets. So then I thought, well. It's not off the table, but it's something we need to think about at the when they start selling tickets for next season. Right, right. Because either we can get them for cheaper or we can justify the cost and kind of amortize it over right. the months between when we buy it and when we use it. We can pretend that it didn't cost a lot. Um, but yes, we. I sort of decided I wanted to buy tickets because they were doing so yeah, well, yeah. which I recognize kind of... That, that was the, very that was very sweet of you to think that you could get really cheap tickets when they were when a big sports team was doing well. I love that simplicity. I right? know <laughs> it's also a very fair weather fan of me too. I, I do recognize that Celtics list, uh, players who are listening, right? Um, and I apologize for that. But this season, this coming season, we mm-hmm. will we will find a day and we will get some tickets in advance. There you go. That's so. an excellent idea. Yeah. But I think the moral of it, moral of it. The the theme that's running through all of this is um, just you know if you know the the friend you know that they're probably going to be willing to go let's do it yes because you've you've done other things together before yes. and it's nice to know that you've got those individuals and like you said if it's a bigger wider circle and it go it, goes out there might be somebody else who would be interested exactly all taking letting the word out of hey who wants to go yes you know we talked about being proactive but that's the other thing is saying what you want yeah Putting it out, whether you put it out into the into the universe, so now just I've generally. Got these spice girls in my head. Yes. Tell me what you want. Go ahead. Tell me what you want. What you really, really <laughs> want. want. But that is actually important because uh-huh. I, until now, did not know that you are not particularly fond of dancing. Uh huh. But and that's fine. But if you, if I had wanted to go dancing with you, I need to tell you that. Mm-hmm. And. Or if I want to, or I said to you, I want to go to a Celtics game. And, mm-hmm. and then we're like, let's think about making that happen. Um, because if you don't say it, what you want, then I, I can't read your mind. You can't right. read my mind. I can't read any of your minds, listeners. And we know that we can't really right. read people's minds. Even the in, most intuitive and empathetic of us can't really read other people's no. minds. No. So not only is it important to be proactive in maybe reaching out to people for friendship, but it's also important to say what you want. Mm -hmm. And that can feel really scary if you're not super close friends with someone yet. Right, right. Actually, it can feel scary even if you are close friends with somebody. Because you don't want to, you know, put a taint on a good thing or ruin a good thing. Yeah. Or, or, yeah. Like, what if I really, really, really wanted to go dancing Uh and you didn't, I wanted to go dancing with you and you didn't, then that might be a little hurtful. Right. Um, 
as but, it is, I'm okay with it. Yes. But I know, but it isn't, but you put yourself out there yes. when you say what you want. Yeah. And that can be scary, but none of it's us like to feel vulnerable. No, or vulnerable or rejected. Yeah. 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 I guess, you know, that's the other thing kind of underlying this. It is entirely possible for someone you know and love to reject an idea that you want right. to do. They're not rejecting you. No. But in the moment, it feels like I'm the and one being rejected. And they don't reject everything. Right. And they probably have been big supporters or have done a right. lot and like we just heard listeners in another recent episode, you know, maybe it's not no forever. Maybe it's no for mm-hmm. right now. Right. Too. So I guess kind of remembering that this friendship thing can be a little bit of work mm-hmm. and that's okay because important relationships, we want to put the time in. To, right. And my friendship with you is very important. Mm-hmm. So I want to put the time in. Back at you. And for all our listeners, you know, you have those friends that are really important and uh, sometimes we can just get caught up in our own heads. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I can anyway. <laughs> I can, no, I think we all do it too. And that's, you know, when you, when we get busy and our lives and our families and, and things like that take our time, yeah. it's very easy to forget that, that you've got people that you can reach out to and, and just float an idea. Yes. And see yes. if it, it travels. And if it doesn't happen that particular time, that doesn't mean it won't happen in the future. Yes. That's the other important thing to remember. Mm-hmm. I mean, I guess unless the thing you are doing is a once in a lifetime thing, like you got invited to the White House for dinner with the president. Right. Other than that, really many of the things that we do are things that can be done at right. any time. Or something could replace it. I can't do that that time, but I can do whatever. Yes. So, yes. And I'm just workable. And I'm also just putting out there. Yes. If you get invited to dinner at the white house, I'm in. Oh, okay. Thank you. I will, you know, when the Biden's call, (laughs) I will let them know that. They have your number. (laughs) I know it. I'm certain of it. Uh, Um, well, you know what? We've been standing on the street corner with people giving us the side eye. Yeah. Um, every few minutes, which is totally fine because we can handle that. But we've got, a, and we've got first pitch in about an hour, so we've got time to head on over to Fenway. And, yeah, yeah. But I'm, I'm one of those people, I like to be there for first pitch. I don't understand the people who go out to a bar for the first three innings <laughs> because the beer's cheaper at the bar. Like, that's not the point. The point is the game. That's not your point. That's, that's not my their point. point. Yes, exactly. <laughs> exactly. I went, I, was, I went on a date once. And he wanted to go to, to dinner first and over the first couple innings. And I said, no. Oh, no. First of all, a night game at Fenway is dinner. Uh-huh. I mean, okay, it's not the healthiest dinner, but it's dinner. But it's, and Fenway Frank is dinner. you miss the first pitch if you have a flat tire. Mm-hmm. You don't miss the first mm-hmm. pitch by design. Anyway, we only had a couple dates. That was dates. a bad start. Yeah, that it was, was a bad, bad start. We only off. had a couple dates. Yep. He was lovely, but I couldn't deal with his approach to going to a baseball game. <laughs> Well, listeners, thank you for joining us. Um, and in the show notes, we will give you the outcome of the game. Yep. Have good. Have a good summer, everybody. Um, and go Red Sox. See you soon. Bye.